Well, let's actually get straight to it and open the doors for the Classic Cars Corner. This is the Classic Cars Corner with Malcolm Owens for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building Australia and New Zealand. All right, Malcolm, don't keep us in, in suspense. What do we got for us today? All right, g'day, Matty, Stevie, Nimsy. How are we going over there? Oh, we're going well, and I'm hovering we're over great. the dump button just in case. We're nervous as anything, but we're good, <laughs> mate. Jeez, my, my, uh, my reputation precedes me. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. All you know how right. we're going well, you know to describe you fairly soon? Fan favourite, Malcolm Owens. Oh, well, that's already there, mate. Already there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, mate, let, it, let it rip some. Let really. it going. Just got, to get this, just got to get this ego in check, right? All right, so... As Maddie said, we did the driving habits that drive us completely nuts. So this is uh, part two. Ooh. And um, so generally speaking, I'm re- I reckon that most drivers are out there on the roll on the road with the sole objective of pissing me off. I get that. <laughs> I'm getting older. I know that. And it's a certain level of grumpiness that comes. But I've got to say, there's so many more cars on the road than it was 10 years ago. Um, but I have to say, just bugger off and get out of my way, will you? Because I'm coming through. So a month or two ago, we talked about driving habits. It really gave us the, uh, what do you say, Matthew, the S-H-I-D-S-S or something? The Tishes. The Tishes. That's it, the Tishes, that's it. Mm. And after mm. spending time on the roads with some very special people, I'm back with another list. So I've got to start with what the hell has happened to driving standards? Clearly with anyone with an IQ at or below their shoe size can get a licence and wreak havoc on the road. Yes. My old man used to call used to call and yell out and accuse people of getting their licence out of a Wheaties box. Yep. Back when, if you're old enough, you remember you get cards and toys in the cereal boxes. So I guess the modern equivalent of that would be getting your licence off eBay. So now a knob is a knob and I'm happy for them to be a knob in the privacy of their own home. But when they get into a car with their, enti- with their entitled overinflated opinion of their own importance coupled with a big dose of overconfidence and an inability to comprehend that road rules do in fact apply to them, with limited intelligence, less courtesy, and serial killer level aggression, they become a road-going disaster looking for a place to happen. Now, seriously, if some of these people couldn't couldn't drive their finger up their date code, if you get my drift, brother. <laughs> so, here's a, so here's here's a few, and this is just from this week. And I, I kid you not, this is just from this week, and it's only Wednesday. So let's start with the double parker, right? So how about when you go to the shopping centre or the busy car park, and I hate this at the airport, and where some self-absorbed wanker thinks his 15-year-old BMW <laughs> is so special that he parks in the middle of two spaces so people won't open the doors on his precious Duco. Curtis Nimsy, why, why, why? <laughs> <laughs> go park. Why, go park why me? There you go. There we go. There we go. Go park at the back of the car park where no one goes. It's a whole minute walk, you muppet, right? Second one, impatient drivers. And I think Matt comes under this because I've seen him drive, and it's like the Heinz Soup. I resemble that, Mark. There's a hundred varieties of them out there, right? Where to start with this one? On the weekend, I was sitting at the lights on my flatbed with a car on it because I've got to move on my cars because I'm changing where I'm storing them. And I'm about to do a right-hand turn. Now, the light turned green, and with, I think, about a millisecond, some oxygen bandit was on the horn. (laughs) It takes a moment to get the big truck moving, so get your hand off it, bro, on the horn as well. Don't they drive you mad, though, You know what you do in that situation, Mal? You just sit there pretending yeah. you can't get a gear, and when it goes yellow... <laughs> That's when you oh, go. Yep. Off you go. See you, mate. <laughs> well, you know, you know with the, the car, you got the big truck transporters. I mean, I've just got a flatbed. Those things, those, yours, yours is huge. 
take a bit to get that thing going. Right, the next yeah. one's that's it. <laughs> right. Next one's roundabouts, and I hardly have to say, do oh. I? If you wave the vehicle coming from the right, or already in the roundabout. It doesn't mean look at me, looking at me coming to you from the right with your stupid eyes and going anyway, which is what happens. Usually trucks. And I tell you, out near um, Kubota HQ, these guys, they just don't give a rat. They're just like, I'm just going on bigger than you. Send and it. the worst of the worst is, is the clown in the right or the middle lane that suddenly wants to take the exit left and just cuts across the front of everyone oh, so it takes the mm, front of your car off to make the, nothing worse. Make the yep. exit. I don't know how many times that happens. Just send them. So Next time that happens, just send them. Just send them. Lean yeah. on the, <laughs> I, I do the opposite of roundabouts. I'll blaze down the out, do go around the outside with my match set of tyres, and uh, instead of going off when you have to go off, I just cut in front of them and keep going around <laughs> to go to the next one. Equally as bad, thank you, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then now we've got the circumnavigator. No, that's not something that a rabbi does, but you know the ones. They're usually on the freeway. <laughs> They come up behind you in the left lane, usually about 15 k's over the speed limit. They sit right on your date and they pull out in the right lane, pass you, swerve back in to get the exit. Congratulations, you've saved seven seconds in getting to the exit. They nearly take the front off your car. You know those ones when they just swing around you and they just cut you off? You could have waited just literally 10 seconds and you could have just turned left. Yeah. And then they drive and, um, down the guess, exit there, Mal. They drive down the exit, and then they stop down there where four cars are waiting mm. to get around the roundabout, mm. and it's made no difference at all. <laughs> exactly right. Well, <laughs> well, they're sitting next to you at the at the the lights. So I guess this <laughs> this next one's this next one's a little bit related. I call this one the boxed in bogan. So you're driving in the right lane, and you come up behind a car, usually going a little slower than the speed limit, but nothing nothing crazy. You know? There's a car in the left lane, so you're kind of boxed in. No worries. The car in front's going slightly quicker than the one to the left, so with a bit of patience, you'll cruise along, and when the car in front gets you, you'll either move over or you'll get some room to go around. But not good enough for Bazza the Bogan and his work kit, right? Straight up behind you, right up your ass, flashing his lights, swerving all around. Yes, boxed in exactly where do you want me to go, Einstein. <laughs> and there's the accelerated, ex- exaggerated acceleration when he finally gets to go past. And if you're really lucky, he'll pull in front of you and brake check you just to make a point. That has happened to me on the road to Brisbane for the last couple of years. I reckon that's happened to me half a dozen times. So are you that band that sits in the right lane that drives at 107 and 110 zone just Mm -hmm. crawling past the left left lane guy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I don't do that. Oh, I mean, I'll pull back in once because it's keep left and less overtaking. That's that's the Australian rule, Steve Johnson. And for those folks out there, keep left and less overtaking. Please, I do a bit of that. Yeah. Like I'll go around and then I'll pull back in again. I tend, I tend not to slow down or brake check anyone because you imagine if someone hit the back of my car, that'd be expensive. Yeah. So yeah, I don't mm-hmm. want that. To Unless you need a new rear bumper, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want that in a Porsche. Unless you need a new rear bumper, Matty, and then you do it, and then it's their fault. Well, it? you could do that. Yes. Mm. Well, they hit the tow bar on the Porsche. Wrap the, oh, that'd be expensive for them. Yep. And the insurance company. But anyway, sorry, sorry, Malcolm, we hijacked your show there. Don't cut me off, mate. No, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just good. You didn't liberate anyone in, in Darwin, so I thought that's a pretty good start. Oh, no, I did. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, but I did. I, the the, uh, the front of the old Kubota Mustang is going to need a replacement. A replacement uh, nose cone? Yeah, down at the down at the hairpin I gave. Ooh. I go, there was, you know, the traditional checkup at mm. Darwin, and I... Uh, 
just they just checked up a little bit sooner than what I thought they were going to. So I just dunk right in the back of someone. They gave it a crack. But anyway, we move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you looking yourself mm-hmm. in the mirror again, Matthew, or were you actually focusing on where you were going? <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> yes, I was putting my makeup on. One of my yeah. favourite things. <laughs> <laughs> That's about right. what it sounded yeah. like. <laughs> This one was from last night because I went out with the Kubota boys. We saw John Wick forward at the casino. So we had a few, uh, as uh, Stevie nice. J, adult beverages. So um, I call this one the Uber Taxi 500. Now, the way <laughs> yeah. they drive is clearly to get there as quickly as possible so they can get to the next fare. They use the accelerator like an on-off switch, punch it at every light, oh, followed by oh, painfully yeah. late braking. Oh. So you feel like you want to revisit the evening's pizza all over the back of the seat or the windscreen, depending where you're sitting. <laughs> like when they're driving on the freeway, they drive so car so close to the car in front that I was sure that they were drafting to save fuel. <laughs> Ubers are usually okay, but the smell on the taxi reminds me of an open sewer pit in a camel yard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dear, and dear, dear. I had, but wait, there's more. Oh, good. Third pricing, right? Stick your surge pricing. After Grand Prix in Melbourne, I was going home from the casino because we got out of the track. You can't get a Uber or, casino or a taxi to save your life. So we got, got to the casino. Um, and from my casino to my place is about a $40 fare. So I got taxi. He goes, 250 bucks, mate. No meter. No cash here, Robbo. <laughs> and when I got out... Yeah. Okay. Off, I pay cash now. <laughs> 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 so when I got out and slammed the door, I mentioned it to the taxi controller guy, and, he, and this guy was told to to, um, to leave quickly and not and not to come back, which I thought was actually pretty good. <laughs> right. So now we're, now we're talking uh, the drifter. So not the Tokyo drift style, but this is the person that you're following, usually on a highway, and their speed varies constantly, usually over a twenty kilometre or so range. So. Super annoying when you're sitting behind with cruise control on they slow down, you got to brake, then they back to speed, then off again. If you go to pass, it usually wakes them up, so they speed up so you can't get past. Oh, yeah. Coming up, oh. you want to get off on the left lane, so again, you speed up to pass, yep. they speed up, yep. you slow down to get behind, they, yes. sl- they slow down. For some reason, they feel obsessed with matching your speed. Infuriating, right, to get across. So often, often these dudes will also be floating across the lane, so you think they're going to hit you. Often a mobile phone is involved in this, as we there's a lot of focus on in the media. And yep. the and focus on the media is focus on you, your muppet, because you're doing 100 k's an hour with a phone <laughs> in your hand, texting like focus on where you're going. Yep. And right. they, and usually you pick up them too in a in a single lane zone when you get yep. a uh, a passing lane coming up. Yep. In a, in a 90 zone, they'll go from 80 up to 120. And then back to 80 again at the end. It happened to me just the other day. Uh, I wasn't in Darwin. I think I might have. Oh, I was on my way to the airport to fly to Darwin with my engineer, Brad. We were getting off Brisbane. We were going onto the Gateway Freeway. And we were driving down. The, you know what I love so much about working in radio, Steve J, is that people may know the voice, but very rarely do they know who I am. I've got to tell you, I leaned out of the car with Brad in the car. This would have been 6.30 in the morning. I leaned out of the car and gave this bloke the biggest verbal surf for being on his phone, slowed right down. The guy was absolutely shocked. He couldn't believe it and was still holding the phone in his hands while I was giving him the absolute serve of all surfs. There is nothing worse than a peanut on a mobile phone trying to run you off the road. Nothing worse. No, exactly right. All right. So the last one, right? we started with the double parker and this one's just the parker. 
And with Parker, we want to change the P to F, but you've got to think about that. So, <laughs> the, P, the, the Parker with a PH. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the one. So, so clearly reverse parallel parking is an ancient art not practiced by modern drivers who clearly have no idea. You know the ones, they park so close to you that they're almost touching your bumper, making yep. it almost impossible to get out of the spot unless you're doing a 300-point turn. Then there's the ones that back in and leave the car three feet from the curb, so they're almost closer to the centre line than the gutter. Yeah. But good news, some get it half right, where they're back from the car so close, but the front is sticking out in traffic <laughs> like some sort of weird-ass angle. Close enough is good enough, I guess. We uh, In our street, we have a, um, a, a young lady that drives a Corolla, and uh, she manages to do both crazy angle and miles out from the gutter. So that's far telling. that you actually can't pass it if there's someone coming the other way. And oh, that's does it every day. That's it pretty is good really telling. good. Yeah, yeah. Mate, uh, you should see the tax line here. It's going off. It is dead set going off like a free slab <laughs> at a Wharfie's picnic. Uh, once again, <laughs> Malcolm, you have stirred our audience uh, into I'll, I'll, I'll go, stitches I'll, of luck. I'll take actually, a hey, Malcolm, have a listen to some of these. I'll, you, I'll, you run them through. Nims. I'm going to go a quick run through of these texts. Uh, uh, the legend is how you introduce Malcolm from now on. Also called Triple O at the start because from now on, Maddie gets thrown under the bus every time. Yes, uh, that yes, one. That one's from Lee. Also, this one's from Dan. This is a topic close to my heart. Since the end of lockdown, people have forgotten how to drive. And if the truck drives of Melbourne would stop going in all lanes in a in a tunnel, traffic might flow. Uh, we got another one. The bigger the car, the bigger the knob. That's from Rob the Ranger. <laughs> true, Rob. True, true, true. This one's from Greg. Boys, driving standards. Most ass clowns on the roads are wearing big red floppy shoes, red nose, and depriving villages of idiots. True. Uh, Adam in Montreux says... That has summed up so many of my traffic gripes to a T. And this is another good one from from uh, from Dan. What about the wide swinger? Drives a hatchback but thinks they're in a B-double when they turn into a driveway and swing into your lane. <laughs> now, now I'm going to put that one on my list because that one's a good one. <laughs> the wide swinger. Oh, and what about from Michael? Wide. This bloke should be dead set, should be a stand-up comedian. There you go. Good on you, Michael. He may use that in the future if, got, he, uh, if he ever needs to. We got one more here from Ken in Sandigham. If you want to see roundabout action, come to the New Street Brighton Railway Crossing roundabout in the last couple oh, of years. Yes. The poor old drivers get very confused. I've seen three old deers drive the wrong way around the roundabout on the horn, honking to <laughs> other drivers. No worries. Just kept going off eventually. Had no idea. Frightening, says Ken. <laughs> so, I, I think there should be a curfew for pensioners only allowed to drive between 10 and 2 during the daylight hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We've upset absolutely everyone, and we had the zinger at the end there with the pensioners. <laughs> Righto, happy days. I t- Malcolm, when we talked about this the other day, I said to you, mate, you got to, you've just got to have a revisit of this because our audience love it when you get on and take a fair old swipe at uh, all this sort of stuff because it's relevant. Everything that you have just said there, my man, mm. is relevant. We've all seen it. We've all experienced it. Um, it's just not a lot of us can jump on here and talk about it. You can hang up the phone and get on with your day, but Steve and I, Stevie J and I would be accountable for that one. So Mo, Mo we, from we love you for doing it. Mo from Warrigal has just asked, you should go about watching some dash cam footage on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just for oh, relaxation. That stuff's really good. That's amazing. <laughs> like it's, it should be mandatory watching because you watch what these people are doing and 
it actually makes you never want to take off the traffic lights at the first second because there's always someone coming from the side going about to run 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 you through. So I do. It, it's Absolutely. actually good to see to see that stuff. Yeah. So that's all that's all good fun, isn't it? I mean, there's uh, and literally, I wasn't joking. This was between Sunday and and today on the roads, and it wasn't. I didn't just make that up. It genuinely was just trying to wow. just trying to get around around town. I won't even talk about the fact that I went to the shopping centre on the way home to pick up some stuff for, for Joanne and this four-wheel drive parked that close to me that I think I would have had to be in a hungry jockey to fit in it to get back into the car. I had to climb in through the passenger seat and I say, oh, I'm not built to be climbing in through the passenger seat. Yeah, you and me both, mate. Well, you and me both. I could. In the, uh, in the words of uh, the great Tim Watson. <laughs> Welcome to the Wankfest. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Malconia. The long and the short of it is keep off the road when I'm on it. Go somewhere else. Catch a train. Or a train. Right, grump, right, right, grumpy grandpa. I have a listen to it. Get off the road. Oh, mate, I was on the hot lap. <laughs> you actually get my bolts cap and see what happens. <laughs> Well, Malconia, it is always a pleasure. As the text line, I've just given you a screenshot. That is legit everything that has just come through within the last 10 minutes. But uh, it is always a pleasure when we slide open the doors to the Classic Cast Corner. Let's do it all again soon.